Hey, I'm Ashley Kanai, and I'm Megan Jackson. Welcome to Messy Masterpieces, where the houses are messy, and so are our lives, but we're still his masterpieces and works in progress. You have been broken, your innocence stolen. I hear you whisper underneath your breath. I hear your SOS, your SOS. Just hold me. How long have you been married? We have been married um, almost seven years. So when you think if you would have went through this without him, you know, mm. like you look at the, you were just talking about he's, you know, he's been your rock, you know, and you think oh. how, how would I, you know, thankfully God put him in your life mm. at just the right time. At just the right and, time. And thinking what it would be like if you were walking this single you know, I can't and imagine. You, you can't imagine. So, you know, and, and I can't even imagine it without family or even without family or whatever, yeah. you know. And so I just I sit and go those little things that sometimes we don't think about when we look back and we go, you know, you've been married to it just just the thoughts of you being married just right around the time you went through the breast cancer. And, and he went and he went with, with the first time, too. Yeah. I mean, he was, I mean it's he I remember. Because they gave me so many options the first time. You know, do you want a double mastectomy? Do you want a lumpectomy? Do you want... Th all these things. And, you know, yeah. we're getting... You know, You're thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to get my boobs cut off. And I'm fixing to get married. Yeah, yeah great, I'm like, great. oh, yeah. my God, I'm not even... I was 40 then. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready to get married to a really good-looking guy that I love. And I would really like to feel like a woman. Yeah. I, I don't... You know, it, it was it was overwhelming then, the options. But he was, I mean, it just wasn't an issue for him. Yeah. It was whatever we need to do to handle this is what they need to do. And if you, you know, if you say do this and this is what we're going to do, mm -hmm. let's just be sure this is the right medical move. Um, and it was, it was very apparent. Um, I knew I loved him. But, you know, when you've been through a divorce mm -hmm. and through a marriage that didn't work. As we all three have. You know? As we have. <laughs> as we have. It, it takes a special person to calm that fear. Mm -hmm. And and I had prayed very specifically. And this is definitely way off anything to do with cancer but or, or any of that. We don't care. It's all right. I prayed very specifically for the man mm -hmm. in my life. I prayed that he was a hard worker. I prayed that he would have God in his life as a priority. I prayed such specific things that I thought he would never. Because I, I literally, and some people will lie, I mean, I prayed because I did not want to be the financial breadwinner. Cornerstone of the yeah. house. I wanted a man. Yes. To lead my family and oh, my sister. boys to see it. I get it. I get I wanted, it. You know what I mean? I, I wanted them to see it. 16 years right. of two jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yep. I wanted them to see it. And oh my gosh. I mean, God showed out when he brought Shane into my life. I mean, it was, um, and I was very guarded. I was, mm -hmm. I mean, he told me he loved me first. 
weeks before I ever set it back. Yeah. I mean, I was very, first time we went out, I said, look, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm, oh, we have some more. I more. mean, yeah. very, yeah. but God put him there, mm-hmm. not just because he knew I was going to love him, but right. he was exactly what I prayed for. Yeah, and he knew you were going to need him. He knew I was going to mm-hmm. need him. He knew the boys were going to need him. Yeah. He knew, he knew the whole perspective from a, a, a point of view that we forget. Yeah. You know, he sees the whole picture. He, he, see, he sees the forest. We the just, whole thing. We just see the trees. We're stuck know? in the thick of yeah. whatever our drama is at the time. Yeah. That our perspective is really screwed up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you don't know it until you're out of it. That's right. That it was even messed up. Yep. But luckily, God knows because his perspective is already know the whole plan. Yep. So you need to to get off the little being mad kick. Yep. And let's go do the things we need to do to get your life somewhat back normal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, doing all the things. Um, But, yeah, my husband was... A rock star the first time around this time has been I mean has been no different I mean the the only time he broke down and I know he he would not flinch at me telling this but he had not broke down in front of me the whole time we were doing all the tests all the things you know he's being strong hold my hand doing all the things a husband should do and when we left the oncologist after he said, I believe you have years, not months. Because we were really, I mean, it, it didn't, none of the preliminary stuff led us to believe that there was going to be a whole lot of hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just sounded like it was everywhere. Um, it, it did, nothing sounded good. Nothing read good on the chart. So it was very much us walking in, waiting on, you need to go get your affairs in order, go take a vacation, go visit your kids. I mean, like, that's what I thought I was getting ready to hear. Yeah. And when he said, "You, I truly believe you have years, and I hope a lot, he said, you know, only God knows how long you're going to be here, but we can do a lot to keep you here a long time. Um, when we left, and we were the very last people that he was seeing that day, so when we left and walked out, there's nobody in the whole oncology thing. And, you know, that area is normally packed. There's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's people in the hall. There's people all over the place. Um, and there was not a soul out there. And he just stopped. And he wasn't sobbing because that's not my husband. But he just had to take a minute. And I said, I, I asked him, I said, are you okay? And he said, I'm just really thankful for the time he said you know I was preparing myself for you know we've just moved into our home how am I gonna enjoy our home that we dreamed of if you're getting ready to leave me Mm. you know how are the boys you know he's thinking about I I had never thought about his perspective because I was so wrapped up in the pain and the tests and the needles and the all the things that were going on that I had gotten a little selfish and forgot he's walking this with me too. And what the thought for him would be like thinking about life yeah. without you. Yeah. I mean, it, really you get so caught up in it. I'm sick. I'm in pain. I'm this, I'm that. 
and and it's a partnership. I mean, mm-hmm. when you're married, it is you don't go through sickness alone if you're truly married. That's right. To a partner. Mm-hmm. So he's I mean, he has been I can't say enough about God placing him in my life because I don't know that right now I'd be this walk now I just feel like would be impossible mm-hmm. without him because it's very overwhelming and he keeps me grounded each day. Yeah. You know, if I have to take pain medication, it makes me feel like a failure. Like to have to take that I just have this mental thing of taking medicine that is I just don't take it. I can yeah. tough it you're out. Tough. And you're tough. Yeah, you don't need it. Yeah. I don't need it. And that mentality has been really hard. Um, and he has helped keep me grounded. He's like, look, your body can't heal if every inch of you is so tense because you're in pain. Your, your body's exhausted from the pain. Mm-hmm. So you need to take your medicine mm-hmm. and go get some sleep. And stop, you know, he's just been really good at speaking to me like I feel like God would speak to me. Right. Which is go take care of yourself and quit with all of the, I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that part of it. Um, But there's always a silver lining, and I hope I find it sooner rather than later. And, And I see glimpses of it. But when you're in the middle of it and you're in the pain part of it, it can be a, it can be hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it can it can be hard to get past the pain to see the blessings that God brings. Well, and, and I think too, I, I've been following you on Facebook because I haven't mm-hmm. seen you. You mm-hmm. know, in like. Well, Forever. since you sold me my since too you sold me my, my, my house a, a few paint, years a ago, paint class. I took a paint class. Did, yes. But I mean, like I've been following and mm-hmm. you know praying mm-hmm. when you would post mm-hmm. and things on Facebook. And the thing that I just admire is that you do you you always remember that you're going through this for a reason, but you don't you're not you're not kicking God in the crotch for lack of a bit. You know yeah. you know what I'm saying. You might be mad, but you're not like you always you know, talk about your faith and you always are so positive. And I think that's such a huge thing for people to remember Mm -hmm. if they're going through something to speak faith and to speak truth. Mm -hmm. And what does God's word say about, you know, me, what does God say about Mm -hmm. Carol and her cancer? You know, Mm -hmm. what, and I think that's what's so important. And you have such a, you're so well loved in the community and you're, you, you know, from just, where you taught Zumba and, you know, things mm. like that. And just, there's so many things that I think people, and they, they're encouraged by your walk and what you're going through. Yeah. And, and that's important too. And, you know, you know, you've got people praying for you mm-hmm. and, oh, I, and, and that, and that makes it so much easier mm-hmm. too. It's not just your family and your husband and your kids, yeah. but it's a community behind you that's praying for you. That's one great thing about small town. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. there's pros and cons to everything. Yeah, they know all your business. They know all your business. But they will pray for you. They know you all know? your business. <laughs> but they will absolutely. They might talk about you the next <laughs> day, but they'll pray for you, they will, too. They you will know? pray for you. They will, <laughs> they will pray. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. Because, I mean, it's really it's funny you say that. Because the last time I posted... When I started my first round of medicine, I started my second round today. Um, I had to go get blood work done. My blood work count was up enough, so I got to start my second round today. Um, 
during the first round, I had real sporadic nausea. And it would hit at the weirdest times. Like, I could be with a client and it hit. Or then I'd be at mm-hmm. home and it would hit. And I never knew when it was. Like, I couldn't gauge if it was going to be a bad day or a good mm-hmm. day or any of that. And when I posted that day, if you, I think I said something like, you know, I really appreciate some prayers and I've been nauseous. It was something generic. And I had so many people message me and they were like, we're praying specifically. And I had about two weeks where it basically almost went away. And it, I was taking the same medicine, doing the same thing, trying. I was trying to figure out with food, without mm-hmm. food, what time yeah. to take, you know, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But, I mean, prayer, God answers prayer. That's right. Might not always be the answer we want. Right. And in the time frame we want it. Right. But he answers our prayers. That's right. Um, and, and the biggest thing that I think I keep reminding myself of is we all are going to see his face one day. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm trying to live forever or have this, right. have this, you know, screwed up mentality of, yep, I, I'm supposed to be 95 years old and die in my sleep mm-hmm. and yeah, shame about right beside me. We're just going to, you know what I mean? Right. I, I don't have that vision in my head. Um, we're all headed there Mm -hmm. it's not like something we're gonna avoid yeah so we we either got to know how we're gonna how that's gonna go down Mm -hmm. and where you're going Mm -hmm. or you don't that's right yeah so I can either understand what's gonna happen know that I don't know when it's gonna happen um and you don't know how don't know how it's gonna happen don't know how I mean cancer cancer may not be what kills me I may die with cancer but not from cancer right i may die from cancer who knows i mean who knows what anybody is going to pass from who knows you know nobody knows your end date right nobody wants to talk about it because it sounds so gloomy and you know so nobody wants to talk about that part of it but we are all headed there Mm -hmm. And, and the biggest ailment and i think i heard this at a bible it was, I don't know if it was a um, VBS, I heard somebody say it or what, but they said, you know, your worst disease has already been cured. Mm-hmm. And that's sin. That's true. That's right. The other stuff is just, stuff. you're going to be cured one way or another. Mm-hmm. So you can either know how it's going to happen eventually, because mm-hmm. it is going to mm-hmm. happen. You know, unless God comes back before we pass away, yeah. it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it's much later. Yeah. Uh, but it is a reality that when you have cancer kind of hits you in your face, you yeah. start thinking about a lot of things you don't think about until you hear those words. Right. You know, you start worrying about, do I have a, a medical power of attorney? Do I have wills in place? Do I have, mm-hmm. you know, all those things? Do people know my codes? To Yeah. You think about the silliest of things. Yeah. You don't think, oh, my gosh, I don't want to die. Yeah. You think about everybody else around mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Even though I don't want to die. Right. <laughs> you can get caught up in all that. Right. But I'm very thankful. My mom was a trooper through hers. Mm, she was treatment. a fighter. She was years. a fighter. She was. You got on her color tonight. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. You have on her blue. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I. I think about her a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think about 
because she journaled a lot. And we have lots of journals Mom wrote. Um, I have a couple of handwritten letters, too. Yeah, she I was a writer. Mm-hmm. She would write letters, thank you letters. The prettiest handwriting you've ever that seen. Great penmanship. She couldn't spell real good, bless her heart, <laughs> but she had great penmanship. And she would truly pray for people. I mean, when she passed away, we found notes in her um, closet where she had taped inside her wow. closet. And it was not, like, just recent, like 2012, 2006. To, I mean, like, there was very though. recent things to very old things she had prayed for. Um, so so that has been a blessing to draw from some of her strength. But it's also really hard because I watched how hard it was. Right. But to also see that she was praying for people when probably she needed prayer, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that, that's, but that's and, a testimony to the person that she and, was, yeah. you know, yeah. and that she, she was going to pray for you even when maybe she, she probably wanted to didn't say, feel like it, didn't feel like it because yeah. she, or, or she was really wanting to pray for herself because yeah. she wanted healing or whatever it may have been, you know? Yeah. So that, that's a testimony to the type of person that yeah. she was. I'm very grateful for her. Very grateful. And for and that's something that you and, and you think too, you know, you hate that she's not here, but then you go, But if she was, how mm-hmm. hard this would be for her. You know, well, you know, I hid it and, the first time. I yeah, told y'all I hid it. Yeah. Literally there was one day mom was getting treatment in the infusion center when I was having a it was a test to test whether it's cold or hot, the yeah. tumor in my breast, <laughs> there's some kind of something. And it was at the same time. So I had to call to be like we were. I was sneaking, trying to get in so she couldn't see me, because we didn't know if it was cancer yet. Yeah. And I, I didn't want her to have that on her plate. Right. Unless it truly was. So, it was. Cancer has not been kind to my family, but it's not been kind to a lot of families. Right. It's not like we're alone. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know, I, I think. I think about the road and I think, oh my gosh, what's ahead, you know, because I know what the steps are. I mean, I've Googled enough and I've talked to my doctors enough. I know the, I know the procedures of what happens eventually, hopefully 10, 20 years down the road of switching medicine and switching medicine until you run out of medicine and then you go to hardcore chemo, which that has always been a prayer that I didn't have to face because of the needles and the, Mm -hmm. just the whole you know, losing your hair, needles right. all the time. All that is a lot for my brain to mm. comprehend. And hopefully they're going to have new medications. You know, the medication I'm taking now, they didn't have five or six years ago. Right. Or, or it just came out. I think it was like seven years ago when it just came out, seven or eight. But it wasn't highly used then. But the progression of how good it has worked has been amazing. So, I mean, my prayer is by the time this one stops working, they've came up with a new one mm-hmm. that you basically switch off to. But nobody knows what the future holds. You know, I keep, I keep holding on to that. Um, cancer's not going to be my whole story. Mm-hmm. I can't stand feeling like when I go somewhere, I can see people look at me and they look at me with, such 
I know it's not pity. They just don't know what to say. They don't know what to say. Yeah. And and then sometimes when they do say things, it doesn't come out quite the way that I right. think they think it comes out. Yeah. Um, you know, they want to tell you stories about oh such and such. Yeah. Had it too, and you know they thought a long time. You yeah. know. They, and sometimes the best thing to do is not to say anything. Right. Just give somebody a hug. Yep. Or a um, pat. A pat. Mm-hmm. A pat. Okay. Don't squeeze. <laughs> And I think, too, it's just to make people feel like that's not who defines them. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I mean, it's easy to to walk up to you and go, well, how are you feeling? Oh, mm-hmm. you know. you know, We've been praying not, for you, which yes, I'm very thankful for. Which you are thankful for it. And you are thankful that people care. But at the same time, you don't want that to be all they want to talk about or all that they rem- yeah. they think about when they think about you is, oh, she's got cancer. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, that part has been hard because, uh, like, we went to Strawberry Hill and ate the other day. We you know we know everybody uh, at Strawberry Hill, and I could feel it. I, c- mm-hmm. I could feel like looking your way. Yeah, like, and yeah. It, and it was yeah. nothing that Emo was doing to hurt me. Yeah, it's just they know what's going on, and it, it's a it's a strange feeling. It, that's not like I don't like walking slow. I'm a fast walker. I was a fast walker. Now yeah. if I walk fast, it hurts. I can't. Yeah. I can't do that because my bones hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something I hope goes away because right now I can't do anything but walk. Mm. I can't lift weights. I can't run. I can't I do a stair sh- machine. Like stressing you I out because you can't do that. Um, I can't do any of that. Yeah. I don't even have permission to do yoga yet. Like I called and I was like, "Can I please go do like hot <laughs> yoga?" And he was like, "No, you, you know, you might fall." Yeah, you, you don't need to fall right now. You need, mm-hmm. you know. Now, is with it being in your bones, is that something that this is just like a cancer question, I guess, and you may not know the answer. But mm-hmm. is there something where you could do like a bone marrow transplant? It is that something that because that's what my brother mm-hmm. did was like a stem cell transplant. So if it if it was the primary source, mm-hmm. then I think the protocol would be a bone marrow transplant that the estrogen blocker is what you need with this yes because it's the, but because, because the it's estrogen. already spread gotcha because it was originally in it your was breast. originally in my breast gotcha okay. and now has spread once it has spread it's either in your bloodstream or in whatever right however gotcha. it spread from one place to another yeah so the bone marrow transplant wouldn't fix that gotcha. from what i understand okay I'm not I smart enough to know sure. all the ins and yeah. outs because that's the first thing I thought. Yeah. Was well, sign me up. I'll yeah. find somebody. Right. Somebody will give me some. I'm bone marrow. Yeah. I will go. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Because I was actually my brother's everybody get tested. Fix it me with And I was worried like I was going to have to go through like the bone marrow biopsy to have it done, but they did stem cells, so it was literally like I took some shots and they pushed all my cells out of my bone marrow into my bloodstream and they took my blood and. I lay there for six hours, and they pumped yeah. it back out and pumped it back in and gave it to him in one bag, mm-hmm. you know. So it was it was pretty. So I was like, that was what I was curious, but with yeah. it being from original. That was one rest. of my first questions because I yeah. thought, oh, there's nowhere else. We, mm-hmm. I mean, can I not just do a bone marrow transplant and go get the hardcore chemo? Yeah. Give it, like, bring it on. Let's, let's, let's go right now. Yeah. Like, don't give it time to. Do anything else, and he was like, "You got to pump the brakes." Yeah, that's not how this works. This is from another part of your body. This is not the origination of it, mm-hmm. and if it's already spread, that's not a viable option. Gotcha. 
and that was hard to hear. Um, but, I mean, there's, I, I don't say there's a lot of good that comes out of cancer, but I do think there is good that comes from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I definitely walk closer to him because I'm talking to him a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, good day, bad day, getting ready to go get blood drawn. Any of that tends to make me get much closer to him. The word needle. Needle, the word needle. You go straight to Jesus. Straight to Jesus. Um, (laughs) Like, so bad today when I came in, the sweet little girl that (laughs) blew her, she goes, are you just here? And I was like, yes, I'm so sorry. So sorry, I'm back so close. (laughs) I thought, I know she's thinking, oh, my God, could y'all not put her in another cubicle somewhere? She's going to cry or pass out. One of the two is going to happen right now. Um, But, you know... I keep trying to reel it back in and and keep my perspective positive because I don't want cancer to control my day. Right. I don't want it to control my thoughts. I don't want it to control my time with my kids, mm-hmm. with my husband, with my family. Well, and that's anything, whether it's cancer anything. or, you know, the loss of a loved one or it's a divorce or it's, you know, finances mm-hmm. or anything. You don't want that piece that's not, you know, mm-hmm. of your life. You can't let it define your whole life. You just Especially have to. when it's outside of your control. I yeah. just, I think what's so important about talking about things like this is because people who don't believe get this rosy color mm-hmm. like, Oh, they're they're Jesus lovers, so their life is perfect. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. no, never in anywhere does it say that there wouldn't be trials. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Job. We talk about Job mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, literally, his wife was like, you know, first God and just died. first God and died. Just, yeah. but you know, he was in the depths, and he he just cried out and he praised him, mm-hmm. you know, and. I think that's what we need people to see is that, you know, I've lost a child. I held my child while he took his very last breath. That is something that is never lost on me. It is something that I know that my faith and he pulled me through and that my purpose was for me to be there. I mean, even Mm -hmm. if it was just I have done and now I lay me down to sleep, I've done one shoot with a couple who lost their child. And if that was the only purpose that ever came out of it, much less the Christmas project, then that was his purpose. Mm -hmm. There is a purpose in absolutely everything that we go through, and I think it is to say that we don't live perfectly Mm -hmm. just simply Mm -hmm. because we're believers. But we know who we we go to and who we trust in. And And like you said earlier, you had that peace. You know, when you went through cancer the first time, you just had this peace about it that you were going to be okay. Weird. It was the weirdest thing. And it's something thing. you can't explain. Well, to me, that's God. You can't yeah. explain. I can't explain sometimes while I have the peace about something that should be racking my brain completely, whether it's a small, whether it's something small in my life or it's a big problem that's going on. You just sometimes have this unexplainable peace that you go, I should not be, I should not be like this way. I should be mm. stressing out, running around like a crazy person but I'm not I'm not worried about it and then there's the tiny stuff that we don't hand over that drops us crazy yeah Yeah. exactly yeah Yeah. sometimes sometimes it takes the big stuff to kind of because I'm very hard-headed it it takes some big stuff to kind of whack me back to 
I guess, where I need to be right. at times. Um, and, and I think, too, everything that we go through, we have to go, Lord, what is a way that I can honor you through it? Mm-hmm. And that you get the glory out of my pain or mm-hmm. you get the glory out of my situation or my circumstance. How can you be glorified and lifted up? Mm-hmm. And that's what it boils down to. When, yep. when, you, when, when we're standing here holding... All our lemons, you know, or we're holding these situations that seem so uncertain. How how can we give him the glory mm-hmm. for it? And it's hard when it's uncertain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it it's is. when it's certain, or you feel like there's a definite finish line. Yeah. I think that makes it a little simpler sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. That's probably the hardest part for me. Right is the unknown, you know, will the medicine last six months or will it help me for the next 10 years? Will it, you know, that's hard for me, but I have to let go of that because I can't control it. That's right. And the best thing I can do for my body is exactly what the doctors tell me to do and exactly what I feel like God's leading me to do. Right. Which has been more rest lately and more things that I don't, not very good at, um, being still, (laughs) <laughs> you know just those sort of things I'm not good at it I want to I want to be working on our farm and working I want to go to meet Cole for lunch I want to you know I want to do all those things and there's it's just hard right now right I mean I'm tired but but you'll get there <clears throat> you, you will get yeah. there and you'll be able to do that I will I will and I'm very ready <laughs> ready to be uh, it I'm in the middle of the I'm almost to that point where I see that part coming, where I've kind of figured out the meds and Mm -hmm. all that. Um, And it's hard when I see people because I'm a hugger. Yeah. And I always am half like, please don't don't squeeze. Yeah. You know, don't. Yeah. Um, That's hard. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing that God says about our life that says it's going to be easy. That's right. I mean, we're doing a Bible study, Women of the Bible, right now. There's not one woman in there that didn't have some kind of trial, some valley, some mm-hmm. something that was very unfair, something that, you know, really they can make movies about. Yeah. So many things that happened to women in the Bible, mm-hmm. and they had to be strong in their faith. Yeah. Or, you know, things down the road were very different because their faith cause changes down the road and that's what I hope happens from this I hope it's I hope somebody that feels alone because it is very lonely right now is a much more lonelier feeling when I first had breast cancer I felt like I had so many people reaching out and they were like oh I had it too were you stage one or you stay you know what I mean all because I think breast cancer is kind of like this like open thing now it's very open to talk about breast cancer Mm -hmm. and all that but it's kind of hard to relate to somebody that, you know, when you say, well, I have, you know, I got cancer in my bones, they automatically go, oh, well, that's not good. You yep. know, or what, it's, yep. I mean, just being that's real. The that's the exact, that's the exact. That's what people do. Yes. And, They're and like, oh my God, know, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And, and, and it, they yeah. automatically, you can just see their countenance go, oh, you know. So mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah, I, I could totally see that from the standpoint of, you know, everybody going, oh, you're going to be good. Let's, you know, mm-hmm. let's rally behind. Let's do this because... It, it's just breast cancer. You know, yep. we got this, you know, yep. and yeah, I, 
I can totally see that. Yeah. It, it The metastatic part is something I didn't understand was so common once you've had it. Because I tested in the lowest percentile possible for return, for, for likelihood of it to return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the lowest, not not almost like the lowest. Like the day I got those reports was the first day I really cried the first time around because I didn't have to have chemo because I tested so low. They said chemo would damage my body more than it would influence it. it to not have cancer again. Um, so that was like a big day. Yeah. So it's hard now. You know, I, I told Dr. Corso, I was like, it just doesn't make sense to me. And he's like, it, it can be very random. It can be very random. He said, it's nothing you did, nothing you didn't do, no medicine you didn't take or do yeah. or anything caused it. But I'm thankful. I don't know how people do it without faith. Yeah. I do not know. I don't know how people do it that don't have family. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't see how people live day to day without just trusting in mm-hmm. something other than themselves, you know, and yeah. and believing in something other than their own abilities and their mm-hmm. own ways and their own power. Because we mess up every day. I mean, I'm oh the God. biggest screw up ever. We you know? mess up I mean, every day. I, I sit and go, how big of a screw up I am oh <laughs> on gosh. a daily basis, and I sit and go, like, if I didn't have the Lord, like, I would yeah. be, I'd probably be in jail. I'd be dead. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'd probably be in jail. Well, when you yeah. when you mess it, when you, I now I'm trying to think. I think you messaged me. Megan did, yeah. About coming, my biggest fear about doing something like this is is I don't want people to feel like. I'm coming on here like I am. No, we reached out to you. A perfect (laughs) little Christian. I'm handling this cancer thing great. Blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not that person. Raw is the best way to describe every emotion I have right now. Because I feel like every, every nerve ending is raw. But I think that's real. You know, um, and, and if you come on here and you paint sunshine and roses, then somebody that's going through something is not well, going to benefit They're not going to benefit from that. From that. Yeah. They're not going to benefit from you saying, you're going to be okay. And yeah. just, you know, you, you have to say, hey, listen, I was mad. I mm-hmm. cried, you know, and you, you will too. Yeah. And it may not be cancer that you're going through. It could be mm-hmm. something completely different. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and that's us. You know, we're real, you know. So, yeah, it's not fun, but, you know, I could have, seven years ago, he could have taken me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've, the past seven years have been some of the best time of my life. So I'm very thankful for that time. And I hope the next seven are really great too. I hope mm-hmm. the medicine, we figure out the ins and outs mm-hmm. of it and all that good your, stuff. Your special and, Carol concoction, yes, you know. Yes. Whatever concoction is going to make me feel good. That's right. <laughs> on the days I take it. Um, but we'll deal with it. I mean, I'm not the only person on the planet. And and y'all are not that have real struggles. Real right. struggles. Right. Not not just little, oh my God, my car's got a little dent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like real. Str- yeah. Most people I know, either they have something going on or somebody really close to them has something mm-hmm. going on. Or they're getting ready to. Mm-hmm. Or they've just come out of something. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a situation that 
nobody else around me. Well, and I feel like, too, I've learned that, you know, just talking with maybe another mom or a woman or Mm -hmm. whoever, sometimes we think we're so alone in Mm -hmm. things that we go through, and we're really not. Like, even if it's, like, with my teenage son, Mm -hmm. you know, and things that he's he's going through, and he's driving me bonkers over something, you know, Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. Or, you know, you sit and go... There's somebody else's teenage son mm-hmm. that's going through the exact same thing that my kid's going yep. through. And as a mom, they're feeling the same way that yep. I am. And there's been so many times I've talked to moms about things. And they'd be like, me too, me too. Yep. And I'm like, I don't feel so bad now. Yeah. Because I feel, you feel like you're, like you said, you feel like you're all alone sometimes. Very it's alone. a very lonely place to be. But at the end, you're not alone. Yeah. You know you're not, but yeah. the enemy will play those things yes. in your mm-hmm. mind. I think sometimes he sits up there and is just like waiting to see how oh, yeah. we respond to things. He's just clicking his fingertips oh, yeah. together, just waiting. Oh yeah, you know, and and that's when like our faith swoops in, and and God just puts us in that bubble. He wraps us up mm-hmm. and says, you know, well, and this and kid I belongs to me, no I matter honestly, what they're going through. I honestly think it was on like a reel or something on Facebook. It was some preacher or something or somebody was talking. And and I'm real big on like words mm-hmm. and like what our, because our words have power, mm-hmm. you know. And, and he was, I don't know how I called it or whatever, but he was like, he said, when we complain and we, and we say things, just idle words that we mm-hmm. say, he said, we're giving the enemy a stronghold, mm-hmm. and we're, we're letting him set up camp in our mind, mm-hmm. and when we do that, you know, that's just the enemy coming in, and he's, 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 he's sitting there, and he's just camping out for a little while, and we continue to let that happen over and over, whether it's complaints or whatever. Mm-hmm. Complaints are lack of faith, mm-hmm. and so, and he was, and I can't remember all that he was saying, but it just made me go, that's so, I'm so quick to complain about stupid mm-hmm. stuff a lot of times when, you know, you sit and go, like you said... God, my car needs washing. Mm-hmm. I have 8 million loads of laundry. Yep. Or, you know, my hair won't do nothing today. Or just stupid little things that we sit and complain about all the time. And in the big scale of life. Is it really? Is it really matter? No. Is, is, it a, is it a, what is the Bible study? Is it a, there's one idea where, where one of the weeks it says, is it a problem? Or is it a, um, is it a real problem or is it an inconvenience? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And be I, I sure, to, ca- be sure to categorize it appropriately. That's right. Is it truly a problem or is it just an inconvenience? If it's live, just an inconvenience, then. Right. And we live in inconvenience yeah. a lot of times. And then I think that's where you see the enemy set in and he takes that and our faith is just. You know, we feel like our faith just diminishes and is mm-hmm. kind of pushed to the back burner. And we're hit, before we know it, we're listening to the enemy and we're mm-hmm. listening to everything the devil says. And we don't forgot everything the truth of what God says. Yeah. Well, that's a head versus heart thing. We let the devil in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's that battle. That's right. And especially when you're confused yeah. or conflicted. And, and that's when you can't tell. Like sometimes you're like, okay, is that my head or my heart? Like, is <laughs> yeah. who's speaking to me? Yeah. So if we can just manage to keep him out that's of right. the head, mm-hmm. then, then our heart speaks. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's, hard. that's hard. It is hard when things for us are It's hard, hard when your heart's hurting mm-hmm. yep. or your body is hurting mm-hmm. because you're wrapped up in that. Mm-hmm. You're forgetting that the one who can heal everything mm-hmm. lives right there. Lives right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know my brother is a, a preacher, mm-hmm. and I called him. I think it was yesterday. I don't know if it was today or yesterday. My days are all kind of crazy with doctor's appointments, but 
um, I called him and I said, you know, it's very strange for me to think that God lives inside of me. But he, but I've got cancer inside of me. Like, can he not kick that out? Can he not decide that he's <laughs> going to dwell everywhere and there's no room for cancer? <laughs> can we, can we like make that happen? Um, and, and as goofy as that sounds to say out loud, somehow in my brain, like I can envision it. I'm like, okay, God's in my heart, and I know He's there. Must like the flash of white light. No, He's there. Talk to Him. I, you know, I, I'm so screwed up, but luckily He sent His Son for me. Right. And it is amazing because I would not give my son up for anybody. But you know, I know Him. And I asked him to forgive me. I know that he dwells in me. So the the reality that cancer's inside of me too is a is a strange feeling. Like it, it right. really it's a soul versus body. Thing. Yes, yeah. like like it. I, there's so many emotions. I think with it when you have a diagnosis that they say is not curable, that I never thought about. Yeah, you know, you worry about things that I, I were not on my radar right now but to say all that it really that's not going to be I don't I don't want cancer to have me right I do have cancer mm -hmm. and, and I say my cancer a lot which I had another cancer survivor that messaged me one day and she was like quit calling it your cancer you're taking ownership and I was like well I don't want to share it with anybody I mean I right. don't want to <laughs> yeah. it is mine this is well, you know it yeah. is in me um that's one of those things where at sometimes you just wish you were alone like when I found yeah. out when I really came to the reality of that there were so many other mothers who had been through what I'd been through um this was like okay I don't want this to be a club mm -hmm. like I I want somebody to say you're the only one that's been yeah. through this because yeah. you don't want to think about other people's pain being equivalent mm -hmm. to yours yeah you know but at the same time, not being alone mm -hmm. gives you some kind of comfort. To lean on too. Yeah, absolutely. some kind of comfort that I'm not the only person worried about these silly things right. or having silly questions about medication or just the right. little things that that you don't think about. Mm -hmm. um, you can feel very alone, but you're not. I really believe it's the devil when you start feeling that lonely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because he creeps in when creeps we're in. when our weakest, you know. He wants you to believe there's nobody to talk to. There's mm -hmm. no strength out there for you to reach for. That's He's right. gold. Um, yeah. You know, and if you allow him to, he will. I just don't want cancer to be what does it, even if, even if that's what I live with for the next, hopefully, twenty or thirty years. But right. however long that is. Yeah. So. And his and his mo is to still kill and destroy. Yeah. So, if there's any way that he can still kill and destroy Carol or Megan or Ashley, mm -hmm. he's going to do it wherever we let him. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he'll steal our joy, try to kill our faith, mm -hmm. and destroy our lives. That's and that's right. what he wants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's exactly, that's exactly that's what he wants. He starts out by stealing the joy, because that tapers us off. Mm -hmm. And then everything else is a snowball mm -hmm. from there. And that's right. what he wants to do. You know, if he can take over the head, he can extinguish the heart. And that's what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's his belief. And, and I think, too, some people say, like, oh, well, you know, I, I don't have anything bad going on. Or the bell really doesn't bother me. Well, then that's when I have to go. Okay, well, let's check up because 
he stays on my back all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel like I'm like, get off me for, you know. I mean, it's just, that's when you know, okay, well, I'm pushing this way versus, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going the right way. I'm trying to do the right thing. And that's when he's always back here, you know, trying to. Well, he has no reason to push unless you're heading the right that's direction. That's right. That's exactly right. Yep. If you're not getting any pushback, then you probably need to refocus on where you're that's headed. Exactly because right. he obviously is okay with you heading there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and and I'm 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 thankful that you know we had a chance to sit down and just kind of hear your story because I know I've heard it from Facebook side you know yeah. when, you know just but it's good to hear it from your friends mm. that you don't you know you, you, get to see like a lot. you don't get to see a lot yeah. but you're like okay I'm praying for her and I'm you yeah. know I'm I'm worried about her but it's like. I'm not going to message her every day and be like, I'm praying for you. I love you, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, Hey, what can I do? Because I know that, but at the same yeah. time, I, you know, we, we, we want you to know that mm-hmm. you have support and you are loved and you are appreciated and we're praying for you. <laughs> and and in also, our presence, nobody walks the cruddy path alone. That's so. right. That's right. But no matter what the path the might time, be. Tell when me and Megan were talking. I was like, Megan, we need to have a guest on our podcast. And she's like, I have the perfect person. And <laughs> and I was like, okay. And she was like, I want to, I want to, I want to ask Carol. And I was like, yes, that would be perfect. You know, because we know. And when she told me why, and I was like, yes, absolutely, because mm-hmm. so many people, I think it may, like I said, not may be cancer, but they're going through so much. People are just struggling. They are, you know, with. With life, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, just life in general. And people have, they don't have Jesus, they have no hope. So, and that's not what the world tells them. Right. The world leads them in the, every the, other direction. The world direction. tells them that you need to get you a new car. You yep. need to build you a new house. Not saying that you your, build a, you know what I'm your saying. Your home but needs to be Pinterest perfect. Your, your home and, needs to look like an Instagram post all the time. and Or there's Joneses next door. Yes, know? or you you have to look like so-and-so. Yep. Or... If you don't have these shoes that cost five hundred dollars, then you know, then you're you're not you're not yeah. good enough. And if you don't weigh this, then mm-hmm. you don't look good enough. If you don't, and listen, I listen, I get Botox. I don't care. I I ain't ashamed to admit it. If you don't get some Botox and get your wrinkles mm-hmm. fixed, you ain't good enough. You know. So speaking of, I need some more. But <laughs> um, but I mean, it's just it's every little thing mm-hmm. that you know we the world throws at us and it's good to hear that without Jesus, all that crap is nothing, you know, and it's stubble. It's going to burn up. And at the end of the day, cancer is, is of this world. It is. And it's, and it's you're gonna not, burn it is. Just but like it's going to burn else. just like that car sitting out there mm-hmm. outside my studio. And you know, it's going to burn like all this yeah. in here. And, and, and this is not our forever. That's right. This is not our home. This is not our forever. Even though we want to cling to it, even though we want to cling to it so badly, (laughs) yeah, it's not our forever. And if if we believe that, I mean, there's there's a lot of peace to that. There is. It's just a peace you got to get to. Yeah, because it's like everybody knows they're gonna die, and they don't. And you know, as a Christian, we 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 will be thankful that you know we get to go to heaven and da 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 da. But we don't want to do it now, yeah. you know. So it's like we live in this area, area of like we know we're going to heaven and we can't wait to meet Jesus, mm-hmm. but not right now. But really, who we are 
is our only purpose. Our sole purpose in being here is to bring others to mm-hmm. him. That's right. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, that's, that's it. Right. That's right. And getting it confused is dangerous, I think. It is. And, and it I think, too, if one this person is the listen, temporary. Yeah. yeah, and if I think if one person listens to this podcast and goes, if Carol can fight cancer with an upbeat, yes, she's going to get mad, but if she can fight, fight cancer with um, an upbeat attitude and she can still look to Jesus and know he is the author and finisher of her faith, mm. and Megan can lose a child and still yeah. look at, you know, Jesus is the author and finisher of her faith, and Ashley can go through the divorce and the loss of a brother or whatever it may be and can still go, Jesus is king, then, then maybe job, I need to know who he is. Then maybe I need to know who he is. And that's the whole point is, you know, no, life is not perfect and it's going to throw crazy things mm-hmm. at you. But at the end of the day, this is temporary. Mm-hmm. It's all it temporary. Is. And we're all screwed up. And we're all messed up. We're all messy. We think, you know, yeah, we make we make it look good, you know, like we, we yeah, want to make ourselves look good, you know, like I, the other night, and I, I posted this on Facebook because please I don't it was talk funny. about that eyeshadow. Again. Shut up, my eyeshadow look good, Megan. Don't be talking about my eyeshadow. But no, I'm she kidding. looked like she read Ghost Game. Listen, I was like, you know, I got, this so I got this. I got this. I got this eyeshadow palette, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be able to do the best makeup because I can paint a little bit, you know, something, and I can do this on my yep. eyeshadow, you know, make my eyes look good. And I step back from the mirror, and I'm like, dear Lord, what is this? And I just, the whole time I was sitting there thinking, I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm, okay, so I'll go and show my husband and my kids. They have a good laugh at my expense. And I'm like, somebody else, other people outside of my house have got to see this because it's funny. You know, and I think that's the whole point is just learning that, you know, we can't take life too seriously. We can to the extent of a, from a spiritual standpoint. But when it comes to life, just... Be real and, you know, just show people, listen, I love the Lord, but I'm stupid and I'm an oh, idiot. Yeah. I don't care if you see me with some god-awful eyeshadow on, you know, or whatever. Just well, I smell like a French toast stick. Yeah, <laughs> she came in here with her laptop. She was like, it's sticky. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and she was like, it's syrup. And I was like, oh. how in the world did she get syrup oh, my on her laptop? <laughs> I need a Burger King French toast sticks or it's pregnancy oh, crazy. Oh, those okay. are good. So Those are good. Somehow I managed They're to get syrup all over everything while I was trying to drive and dip this morning. That's Apparently. funny. Yeah, so we are, so we are glad that you hung out with us tonight. No, I'm very thankful. We, I mean, you talk about being tired and we got you up here for like an hour and a half. I know. But we're going to we're gonna run it as one singular one. You think and so? people can stop and go as they want. I think, think that'd so? be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm down with yeah, that. Yeah, because I think somebody might want to hear the whole thing at once. Yeah. So that's what we're all of our ten listeners. (laughs) Yes. Well, I hope they don't mind hearing my medical history. Nope. We we loved it. I mean, it's great. But that we wanted you to tell that because, you know, somebody needs to hear it. Somebody needs to hear it. Yeah. Somebody out there needs to hear it. But I appreciate y'all doing this. Yeah, we're excited. We we're excited. Yeah. And we'll have you back when, you know, like, you're, like, cancer-free. We're claiming yeah. it. We're claiming it. Updates. We don't, we don't, we don't care if the doctors say no cure. Yeah. We're not, we're not, we ain't worried about that. Pray be. Yeah. My mom always said that um, her biggest mistake when she first got cancer was that she didn't pray bigger. 
Yeah. Because her specific prayer was she wanted to see um, us all have kids. And there were some very specific things. And yeah. then she had a very specific way that she always told us she hoped she would pass. Every single one of them came true. I mean, wow. it was like God said, okay, here's what you prayed for. Mm-hmm. Here's exactly yeah. what I'm going to so get. she and, didn't and, pray and for you, eradication. It was she just, just should have been. Right. She, will, she would say, I should have prayed bigger. Because we heard, when hers came back, it was 28 years later. And it was the same cancer. Her colon cancer came back 28 years later. And it was basically when everything she had listed that she prayed for had happened. And I, t- I remember talking to her about it a few times, and she was like, we, you, we need to pray big, mm-hmm. not, not just what you. Well, and, and Scripture says we have not because we ask not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so pray big. Yeah. Pray, pray with the faith that, you know, I can be cured. Yeah. And I have faith that I can be cured. And, and it's I, not in the doctor's hand. It's not. It's, it's not. really not. I mean. Yeah. And, and I mean, and I've prayed so many times about financial situations. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, your house. This mm-hmm. house you prayed for. Mm-hmm. And it came to fruition, mm-hmm. you know. And little things. I mean, I remember praying, you know, for a husband. You mm-hmm. know, like you said. You know. Th- Specifically. And, and, and honestly, like, I wasn't... I didn't want to get remarried. I, I really wasn't even, I mean, I wanted, you know, I, my, my husband was given to me for my boys mm-hmm. more than me in the beginning, you know, like, and I look back now and I see that and I tell him that too. I mean, not that I don't love him, but I'm saying it took me longer yeah, to, 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 to open, open up. up, but I look back now and I see that it wasn't necessarily so much for me as it was for mm-hmm. my kids. And so, you know, sometimes we pray for things and we we don't pray big enough. I, yeah, I like that. Don't. Pray big. I've got that like in my it. office, in my window. It says pray big. I like it. And I want to be reminded of that daily. Mm-hmm. I want to remember it daily. It's a good shirt. Pray big. Mm-hmm. She just said something that made me think about um, something else. You said something about the doctors don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget when they assigned Isaac a cardiologist. Dr. Austin Ronecker was his cardiologist. And he came in, and Mama had on a T-shirt that had scripture on it or something. And he was like, oh, um, and started just asking her some questions. And um, I asked, we always ask, you know, are you a believer? And he was like, he grabbed me by the arm and said, there's no physician better than one who knows the great physician because we know it's not in our hands. We practice. He knows. Mm-hmm. That's right. And when we decided to have him unhooked and um we were just like comfort, you know, mm-hmm. measures. Um, he came every day that he was on rotation and prayed with us. Oh, wow. He had been completely like had no reason to be on the mm-hmm. floor except to just pray with us. And um, that was, I just, rem- I remember that sticking with me because he basically just said, I know nothing compared mm-hmm. to the one. I know mm-hmm. nothing. I practice. He mm-hmm. said, but he knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He heals. He does. You know, and I just, that has always stuck with me to think all that education and nothing beats our God. That's right. You know, nothing. Yep. Yeah. No worldly physician, no chemo pills, no, none of that. Even, even though the TV commercials and everywhere Mm -hmm. bombards you with that, that's the best answer. Yeah. Um, It's, it's not, it's not very popular right now. To be a Christian that stands up that's right. and says, hey, 
I'm really screwed up, like really screwed up, but he saved me, mm-hmm. and he can save you, and all that stuff you're out there searching for is is not what you're searching for. That's right. What you're searching for is really right in front of you, waiting on you to realize it's right there. Yep. And if you're sick or not, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He's still going to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard place to get to, but I'm thankful I'm thankful that I know it, even though I screw it up a lot of days. Yeah. But that's just being human, I think. Yeah, it is. It is. But I do appreciate y'all letting me tell my story. We 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 sure did. Everybody else is going to enjoy it, too. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. Next week, Fruits of the Spirit. I think we're going to start with patience. Y'all pray for us. Oh. (laughs) We we the mamas. and We're going to start with patience. Good luck. So, thanks. (laughs) Okay, until next week, friends. Bye. Bye. Bye.